This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trash Man. All right, what is up, everybody? I'm Garrett the Trash Man, arriving to your ear holes this beautiful Tuesday morning. John, how are you doing today? I'm glad to not be outside in the wind. Yeah, it looks beautiful, and then you see the trees or the dust kicking up, and you're like, well, I'm glad that we figured out how to build buildings. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. I'm glad I'm not those trees we're looking at right now. Yeah, they're getting blown around. Or that bird. Yep. Struggle City out there, boys. Springtime. <laughs> All right, let's 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 dive into this, man. What do you got going for your rant? So my rant today is a little bit about, um, like, the way we decide to see the world. Like, mm-hmm. I've just kind of noticed that, like, I don't have to believe everything I think recently. Like, I may have on a certain subject decided to see it this way my whole life and if that doesn't work for me anymore and like isn't useful it doesn't produce a good income in my life like okay I, like, I can change that what a good thing to like question what you believe too like oh is that is that true yeah do i know it's true yeah can i know for sure that that's true yeah and 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 I think honestly, a big part of that has been the whole coronavirus thing. Mm-hmm. Like you see so much stuff out there now, and honestly, the majority of the things I see now, I'm like, I wonder if that's even true. Yeah. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm not saying it is. I just I'm I'm curious about it, and I've also realized like you know once I ask that question, I can also say like, hey, I don't like that. I can change it. Mm-hmm. So like, well, it's like we've talked about it a couple times. It brings me back to the whole money thing. Um, at least yeah. for me, like I've operated my whole life like that. It's an absolute truth that wealth takes a long time to build. Yeah. It's like, well, there's people that do I know that's true? Well, I've been told it, but is there people that have built wealth in a short amount of time? Yeah. So, like, I just just decided at one point to operate as if that's the whole truth and yeah that's everything but uh yeah whether it's belief around money or the coronavirus or you know what it means to be a good husband like yeah i think it's really useful to like hey is that true yeah, are, my, are my thoughts around it really like is that is that useful for me yeah and and like there's so many things that I like uh, recently you know my whole life i've said you know this is the way it is, you know, and, and the experiences have correlated that. Mm-hmm. But then, oh yeah, you've got all the evidence in the world yeah. to show that that's true. Exactly, but then I'll look at something like with a question of like, okay, but is that really the way it is, or have I just made it that way? Mm-hmm. And I can totally see how like, okay, I can decide to see it this way, and the experience will be completely different, and then I'll have my proof there, yeah, of how I want it to be. Because, I mean, so much of my life, you know, we talk, we, we've talked about routines and, and, uh, and habits, you know, and, okay, well, guess what? Like, if I don't want this in my life, I, you know, let's change it. Mm-hmm. It's just simple as that. Yeah. I like it, dude. So, yeah. So, yeah, what I got for my rant, I was listening to a story about, uh, his name might have been John, I don't remember, but Wrigley from Wrigley Gum. 
Oh. And, man, you said something today. You said uh, we were talking about uh, John Huntsman. Yeah. Like, that guy's got some cojones. And I'm like, yeah, most people have built some big businesses, whether it's Jeff Bezos or these these guys have just built ginormous businesses. The, uh, um, well, now I'm blanking on their name, but the huge steel manufacturer guy and Henry Carnegie. Ford. Carnegie. Dale Carnegie, Henry Ford. All these guys, big old cojones. Um, and I'm listening to this story about uh, the Wrigley guy. And first of all, a guy was creating a monopoly, a trust, mm-hmm. and wanted to buy out. He was buying like the top six largest uh, gum producers and sellers in, in the United States and approached Mr. Wrigley. Mr. Wrigley was like, uh, no, no thanks. He's like, we're offering you a chance to be really rich or we're going to have a monopoly and crush you. What do you mean you're saying no? Like, we're going to make you rich. And he's like, no, I want to do things my way. They're like, okay, you're crazy. And so his his whole plan was to go after the New York um, market. And he had like 100 grand or something like that to go do it. And in those days, that's like 6 million bucks Yeah. for this ad campaign. Goes, does the ad campaign, just plasters the city with advertisement, and it doesn't work at all. And he's back um, talking to a buddy. And his buddy's like, oh, like, man, dude, that's horrible. I'm so sorry that that happened, that that didn't work. And he was like, oh, I don't care. Like, I've I've been broke before, and I don't, like, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to be broke again? Yeah. Like, that's fine. And he's like, I, I'm going to save up, raise some more money, and do it again. And he did. And uh, and the other part that I thought was, I was like, man, this is so instructive instructing um is a, a stock market. it wasn't the great depression but it was something that preceded the great depression with with a pretty big crash in the stock market and so all the people that um had gave him money were like oh we need to not run these campaigns like things aren't going good like oh no like we gotta back out and he was like what are you talking about how much is a newspaper ad right now and they're like oh 25 percent of what it was like last month and he's like so you're telling me I'm going to get a uh, million-dollar campaign for 250000 250, He's like, yeah, we're, we're doubling down is what we're doing. And he did, and eventually took a – you know, and we all know the outcome. And, uh, yeah, I was like, man, that's, that's super instructional. Like, yeah. he doubled down when everyone else was coming off. And what he said that I thought applied to my business directly really well is he's like, advertising is like uh, – uh, a train and you've got to keep feeding the coal into the burner and the fat the more you can feed into that the faster it will go so you just got to throw money into the advertisement and obviously you got to make sure the advertisement's working and stuff like yeah. that but he's like you gotta just keep feeding it and he's like the problem that companies have is they stop feeding it and the train will actually go for quite a while not feeding it mm-hmm. but eventually it stops and he's like i just don't ever stop I just keep feeding it and keep feeding it and keep feeding it as much as I can possibly feed it. So um, it just grows and grows and grows and grows. And I was like, wow. That short little story gave me a lot of instruction right in there that I I thought I could learn a lot from. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, buddy. So that's my rant for today. Feed your choo-choo train. Feed your choo-choo train. Just shovel it in. Shovel it in. You got to get those ads going. And that's, you know, I, I, I laugh at that because... If you look at the largest businesses, whether it's Amazon, Zappos, McDonald's, these huge industry leaders, 
one thing that it's it's similar to like ninety percent of uh, millionaires are involved in real estate. Yeah. Well, ninety percent of Fortune five hundred companies, the largest companies in the world, outspent their uh, competitors by double, triple, or even more on advertising. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I think especially in mom pa shops, there's something happens where people don't advertise. Yeah. And uh, like, man, it's just, it just seems like the evidence is really there. Yeah. That oh, makes absolutely. a difference. So. Yeah, that's what I got for my rant. Oh, I like it. So, speaking of advertisements, Larson Waste, sponsoring this podcast, making sure that you can listen twice a week, every week. Um, appreciate them. They've still got that deal going on where they're waiving the delivery fees um, for your six yards. We're starting to run out, so hop on it while it lasts. If you've got a cleanup project or anything like that to do, give us a call, fill it up, shoot us a message, we'll come dump it. I used two of those, and it was exceedingly helpful. Awesome. Yeah, a lot better than loading up trailer, having to come out here, dump Mm -hmm. it, do all that. Nope. Phone call. Dumped. Done. Yeah, buddy. So if your time is worth anything, these puppies basically pay for themselves. Yeah. So give us a call. Get set up. Now, John, ready to get into the podcast? Let's do a tour. All right. You want to introduce it? Yeah, dude, today we're going to talk about side hustles. Side hustles, or just maybe, I don't know if I like side hustles, maybe just hustles. Hustles. Yeah, because side hustles, I don't know, it's kind of like side chick, like not important, like, I think I like just hustles better, you know? <laughs> that's a good that's a good metaphor there. Yeah, well, you know. It's good stuff. I do my best. So yeah, um, I've had a few throughout my life, I'm looking to start some more. Um, I think they're an incredible thing. Um, I like to make money. I like to produce multiple streams of income. Um, I had one person tell me once that it doesn't matter how small it is, you've just got to start having multiple streams of income. And so I thought we could just throw out some of the stuff that we've done in the past, how it's gone for us, what our thoughts are on it, and uh, um, yeah, we can go from there. So let's hear what well, what's the first side hustle that you can remember or the first hustle you can remember that you had going the first hustle well to be honest it's my main hustle nice really yeah you know like I obviously you know as a kid you know I always worked and was always doing other projects for people but nothing of like consistency where like I actually like started pushing it um, but really yeah it's you know I, I got into the home care industry while working uh, in the family business, and I was helping run production for my brothers and uh, and started running that in the afternoons. And lo and behold, it, it became a big hustle. There we go. And, uh, and then since then, um, I still dabble in, in flipping houses, and I still have it i don't really don't really do anything i have a hydrographics business which or hydro dipping to help those of you out there that don't know what that is um and what else have i done for side hustles i'm trying to think now i'm drawing a blank oh goodness well i'll tell you about my very first side hustle was your first my first hustle i can remember is uh so i was a little kid at the little league field had a little bit of a lisp when I was a little kid, but 
just as cute as a button. <laughs> and I realized that when I held my hat in my hand and walked around and said, money for the poor, which I said, like, money for the poor, money for the poor, people start giving me money. <laughs> I'd, have boy, I'd have guys be like, oh, go say that to my girlfriend. I'll, I'll give you 10 bucks, you know, and... I remember that being the first thing, and, and my parents got mad at me about it. Like, uh, they were like, what are you doing? I'm like, freaking getting money. Getting down money. What do you mean, what am I doing? And, uh, yeah, so that was that was the first thing that I was, uh, I was for sure a lemonade stander. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was throwing up the lemonade stands, um, you know, lawn mowing. I can remember I was probably, I would guess, like, nine or ten, um, and I wanted a uh, go-ped. This was before the electric scooters and stuff. Dude, so I remember those. Yeah, little freaking two-stroke engine. Um, usually like a centrifugal force motor. So you like ran with it and then jumped on, on it, it to start it. I remember I wanted one of those. And like, um, it was like 300 bucks or something like that. And then like that seems so daunting. But uh just went around, started knocking on doors, offering to pull weeds and stuff. And I don't know how much money I did or didn't make, but uh, um, one thing that, like, still to this day definitely sits with me is just the ability to just, like, go go create yeah. income. And, um, like, I never had any hesitation or, like, like, oh, I can't do that. It's just, like, whether it was just straight asking for money, which maybe maybe – I don't know, might be looked down on, I don't know, <laughs> or just, or showing up and be like, hey, do you have any work? Like, I, I can pull weeds, I can sweep your driveway, clean the trash can, whatever you got. You got anything I can do? I'm just, just wanting to work. And uh, so I did that around my neighborhood for a while and raised up some money. Um, and then when I was probably like. Oh, side, quick side note. Uh-huh. I remember your little go-ped. Yeah. And I was super jealous. I was like, I was like oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And I think Dallin had one, too. Yeah, he, he did get one. I think his had a seat, Yeah, if I remember right. And then I remember Jordan got one after I got one. We had a whole little gang oh, going, dude. dude. I remember thinking, this is so cool. Except we oh. can't ride one of those out where I am. Yeah, you were a little bit ways away from yeah. the old 2W where yeah. we were freaking mobbing with those puppies. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean mobbing. I remember just thinking it was so badass. We'd roll our asses over to McDonald's, get a couple hot and spicies. <laughs> Didn't need no ride. We weren't walking walking our punk asses. <laughs> just getting after it. Surprised we didn't get smoked by a car or something. But, uh, yeah. Those were sweet. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think. At some point, I started detailing uh, cars because my dad had done that when um, I was kids. He had a detail business. So he had this sign. I've actually got one of his old cards over there from the 90s, Larson Detailing. And he had a he had a like wooden sign he had had made up. Oh, wow. So I found that puppy in the barn, and I was like, well, shit. <laughs> threw that thing up and started freaking detailing cars and that would be like a sustainable thing now i remember i'd i'd get like 200 bucks a car i'd knock out like two a day and that's pretty good money yeah um because and my dad had all the old equipment so i had a leg up there you know he had like a buffer and stuff like that so i just got after it with that and and then that led me into cleaning trash cans and trucks out here because my dad had a company hired that cleaned his trucks 
Oh. And so I was like, hey, how much do they charge you a truck? And I think they were like 60 a truck or something. I was like, I'll do it 40. He's like, um, okay. <laughs> so got into cleaning trash trucks and uh, garbage cans. Garbage cans, I think he paid the guys like, I want to say it was like 450 a can. So I was like, I'll do it for 250 a can. And uh, yeah. Made some pretty good money. Me and my buddy would roll out here. Me and old Jay Hunt would roll out here on a Saturday, knock out like 10 trucks and, you know, 50 garbage cans. Yep. It was a solid Saturday. That's awesome. Making some pretty good money. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think now. And so, like, now what I've got going on, I actually just registered the LLC, is a cleaning company. It's been a couple of years since I've had a side hustle or a hustle. So I'd prefer to call it, but uh, found a need in my business where I couldn't find a consistent cleaning service that was getting it done the way I wanted yep. to. Spoke to a couple other business owners. Sounds like a lot of them have the same problem. Yeah. So, well, guess it's time. Get that going. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. The, the, the moral of what I want to get across is just like there's so many endless possibilities. Oh, yeah. Um, whether, I mean, even when you said, uh, you're hydro dipping, like even just in hydro dipping, there's so many sectors. Like you could literally just hydro dip phone cases. Oh, absolutely. And all of a sudden it's, you're like a custom phone case company mm-hmm. and you just buy from Alibaba cheap plank phone cases, dip, dip, dip and run Facebook ads and you sell, voila, sell American flag phone cases. Boom. Um. The possibilities are really endless, and the internet did change that a lot. Like, yeah, everything we talked about when we were younger, it was like a, the product. It really had to be a service because product took like infrastructure and a lot yep. more. Um, now you could so much stuff you don't even need a website for. So much stuff you don't even need like really even an actual business. Um, yeah, there was one thing I saw today where you can make like six hundred bucks a a day and it's I think I think you just like type words. It's uh let me see. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I think it's called uh um text broker. I think you basically just write copy. It's really? Like, uh, yeah, and they contract you out and three, four hours a day you can make like six hundred bucks a day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of services like that. Oh and, yeah. And uh like, that's just a cool thing about the world that we live in. That's something that I've thought about the coronavirus and how it really seems like there's a real quick bounce back. Because um, as far as Arizona goes, basically most restrictions were lifted Yeah. Um, Monday, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, man, I was in the Phoenix area and stuff is Boom. just hopping. Like, you wouldn't have guessed anything happened. And uh, I feel like the internet plays a role in everyone having oh, a little yeah. bit more... Uh, confidence of like yeah there's a way to create income let's get back to it there's not i i don't feel this overwhelming sense of fear yeah um like oh no we all just gotta hunker down not do anything so uh yeah i think uh i think things are gonna be moving along pretty good and that's the thing is it's like you might be surprised of like you know you just start doing something and thinking oh yeah you know i'll do it like this and all of a sudden boom it turns into something else yeah and and and, you know I know there's been times where like, oh, wow, that turned into a lot more than I thought it would be. Like you said, your, your kind of side thing turned yeah. into My main your thing. main thing. Yeah, and who knows how 
how often that happens, but I think a lot of times that's what uh, that's what happens. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's the thing is like, even if it doesn't, like, still good. Yeah. Well, and I think things some people could definitely learn, or I'd encourage people is to even if you're not totally sure, get started on it and see where you get with it, and then go from there. Because if you uh, if you're thinking, hey, like maybe I want to. Uh, start this company and yada yada and maybe you start going then you realize it's not right but you set up an LLC and yada yada that's not time or money wasted like you learned how to do it yeah so when it is the right thing you'll be able to do it so I encourage everyone to get after it create multiple streams of income try things learn things you don't like yeah. if you start something then shut it down that doesn't mean it's a failure yeah you gotta just try things so well and, and I know I've spoken to this before like guess what you may have to like try a different couple things before you find something that really sticks. Yeah. But that's all about creating like that's the formula to success. Yeah, and then you learned all the skills on the way. Yep. So uh yeah, I I think it's an incredible thing and I think people should work on having hustles along oh, yeah. with whatever they do. Um, cuz it also creates a security blanket too. Absolutely. Well, dude, I think that does it for today cuz I think we got to get to work. I think we got to get All to right. Work. Appreciate you guys listening. We'll talk to you this Fire Friday. Peace.